This is your wake-up call. Greetings from Portalville, a quaint little home away from home, which, as I've been told, used to be on Earth, which was much nicer and monster-free. What a lovely twilight! August Potts here in the studio, ready as always to entertain. As my mom always said, an early morning walk is a blessing for the whole day. Mom wasn't hungover much. Today... <sighs> Get it, Richard! In the in the studio as well. Salutations, folks. You uh, almost started without me. There's lots of zombies outside the studio, by the way. I uh, almost did not make it. Today, we have some interesting topics to discuss. Now that Guy is here, I guess he could help. But first, I have a sponsored message from St. Warwick Spirit Expulsion Services. That is a mouthful, which I like. <laughs> Is your toddler throwing tantrum after tantrum? Is this the terrible twos? Or is your child possessed by a demonic presence, hell-bent on ruining your life? Call St. Warwick's today and let them sort out the details and make your domicile safe once again. And overcharge you handsomely for it. Now, for top news around the island. I'm afraid we have rather melancholy news today. Guy, remember Madame Brighton? Huh? From episode two? Oh, um, yeah, her, her family disappeared, right? Yes. She claimed a nightmare came and took her family? Well, Madame Brighton was executed last night without trial when Magistrate Renault's police force, the Men in Black, claimed to have, quote, found the remains of Brighton's family, along with the murder weapon, which had her fingerprints all over it. She killed them like we said she did, totally clear-cut, no need to use taxpayer dollars on a slam-dunk trial, so we fast-tracked her execution. This incident has absolutely nothing to do with Sinclair Industries or nightmares returning to Portalville. We thought it best that the entire Brighton family's remains be cremated for reasons that are not really your business, you snoops. I don't know Madame Brighton, but I'll drink to her. Cheers. I, um, nothing? Guy? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad. <sighs> okay. Speaking of disappearances, we finally have an official announcement and some insight about the disappearance of Old Man McGillicuddy. Magistrate Renault held a short press conference this morning in the town square and is quoted as saying, Portalville authorities received an unexpected break when the saintly, ravishing, and credulous Miss Aurora Pembroke came forward with equally unsuspicious information. As of right now, we know what happened to Old Man McGillicuddy. Miss Pembroke witnessed McGillicuddy drinking many bottles of alcoholic beverages, which made him drunk. He then decided to commandeer a small boat and attempted to flee the island. An old god came out of the sea, decided Mr. McGillicuddy was an old crazy jerk no one cared about, and devoured him. Now, there's no corpse and no other evidence than just Miss Pembroke's credible testimony. Well, hope you listeners are paying attention out there. If not, I guess you have to go re-listen to the first couple episodes to catch up. Maybe on Spotify? Whatever that is? We're in Victorian times, but I digress. Now, more from Dr. Winthrop, who would like to... 
Thank the donor of the box of husky puppies who proceeded to shit all over my carpeting, chew on my chaise lounge, and howl all afternoon and into bedtime. Needless to say, my top secret experiment went well, but as I said, the animals will not be returned, at least in solid form, and Winthrop LLC is not responsible for loss of blended property. I am now in need of volunteers to ride the human catapult, a safe new ride I am still trying to perfect before the upcoming festival. If you're keen on flying at high speeds and signing waivers, come see me at my laboratory. In other news, speaking of the Dark Saints Eve Festival, we have a list of notable, scrumptious, some even healthy, fair foods and treats that will be provided by Mr. Mudget's Chop House. I wonder if anyone out there will look up that name. Chili dogs! Mmm, a portable favorite returns covered with thick, meaty, moderately spiced chili. The dogs were sourced and put down humanely. Shaved ice! You can choose your flavor. Please ignore the bits of stubble. Funnel cakes! Cooked in funnels and served with forks to get the cake out of the funnels. Gyros! Sliced off the rack by Mr. Mudget himself. He's very good with a knife, you know. I'm sure it's safe to eat. Burgers! Made from Mudget's own secret blend of ground rump roast. Juicy. Roasted nuts! Um, are we really gonna go there? And last but not least, ice cream! That's it, just nice creamy ice cream! But it's all pear and blue cheese flavor. That's actually a real flavor. In other holiday news, the Dark Saints Eve Festival Committee says everything is going as planned as they prepare for the holiday weekend. There's been just one little hang-up. The DFCSC... Wait, the... DFESCXC? The... DSEFC is experiencing power outages and interference to all of their Tesla coils, Edison bulbs, and sound amplification projector. The strange phenomenon is currently impeding their ability to properly light and decorate the games areas and main stage. Dr. Winthrop has been recruited to assist and hopes to have the problem solved speedily. Lastly, for news, after receiving a hot tip from a credible, stunningly beautiful informant, the Protectorate raided an illegal reanimation clinic in an abandoned building in downtown Coralville. The perpetrator, Mr. H. West, has been taken into custody where he is awaiting charges including tax evasion, grave robbing, operating mad scientist equipment without a license, and the resale and inflated pricing of knowingly expired stolen goods. From now on, authorities would like citizens to always ask for proper business credentials when accepting coupons from street vendors. Also, I hope that gorgeous informant gets her money back from this bozo somehow. Rent is due soon. And that's Portalville News for now. Okay, guy. Go ahead. What? You can do the traffic. The weather, too, I guess. Oh, alright. Sure thing. Guess I'll give it a go. Okay, usually you beg for this. Are you okay? No orange mocha fraps today, bud? Get a widow mopey no frappy? <clears throat> Apologies, I uh, just had a ghastly nightmare last night. I did not get much sleep. That's actually why I'm late. I, uh, I talk about it in my audio diary on Instagram, if you're interested. What's Instagram? Alright, you know, I, I, I have no clue. We are from the 1800s. What was your dream about? Do you really want to know? Yes. You called me Mopey. You are. I am. 
I was killed by some kind of werewolf doggy creature thing, and all of these memories came back, like more like weird visions of dying disturbingly, and I was I was trying to breathe and gasping for air. I think I was in a laboratory. Wow, what a funny dream! <laughs> oh. On to the traffic! We're pressed for time. It wasn't very funny. Here we go. On to the traffic. There is a major issue disrupting the morning commute. Portalville traffic authorities are reporting that a minor quake shook the countryside in the wee hours of the morning. Soon after, a large crevasse to hell itself opened and partially coagulated blood, a blood slide if you will, began spewing down the hillside and washed out County Road 69. Now, a muddy bloody mess has made CR 69 impassable. It says here around 7 to 8 inches of um, sediment is covering the road? Ooh, eight inches. That's what I'm talking about. I mean... Cool. Find an alternate route as usual, folks. Our weather forecast for today is dark. Again. As always, like my lonely nights, I, uh... There is a glowing green mist blowing in from the west, which should hit here by dinner time. Also be warned, there is a 60% chance the mist will carry in ghost pirates again. We've had worse weather, though, so can't say this will be such a bad day. Or night? Whatever this is. Wow. Thanks, Guy. You need to pep up a little bit. Maybe our next topic will brighten your spirits? Yeah, I'm sure it will. Oh my god. Can you please help me today, like, actually host with some enthusiasm? Here, you are going to try one of these. Uh, what is that? A strong little cocktail. Shall we? Yeah, you know, I fancy a cocktail once in a while. I fancy this means... You know what? Fine. Fine. Down the hatch. Cheers! Let me see that bottle. Let me see it. (coughs) (coughs) Oh my... What do they put in that alcohol? (laughs) Whilst Guy recovers for a minute, let's hear from our next (coughs) generous sponsor. An architectural marvel overlooking the sparkling sea, smiling room service, with great food and beverages, a warm, salty breeze. When you're allowed outside, you won't have a care in the world when you feel these heavily padded walls. East Point Mental Facility for the criminally insane and sailors gone insane from looking at Cthulhu. Check in today, enjoy your stay. Might as well, it's gonna be extended. <coughs> Jeez, drink some water. You good? Oh, God. Uh, what was that like? So, on to the discussion of the day. Zombie season just so happened to coincide with our Dark Saints Eve Festival Week. I'm not talking about citizens cursed by voodoo. I mean the recently reanimated corpses of our fellow islanders. They seem to multiply like weeds, and hordes are out in full force across the island. In fact, there will be extra guards on lookout around the festival perimeter for this very reason. So, Guy, I know you're super brave and not entirely timid and meek like you look. Guy, let's talk about zombies. The living dead. The best way to kill them. How awful they are. Everything. Let's do it. Okay. I love this. I am a zombie file. I've literally read Ava Van Helsing's zombie killing manual a hundred times over. I am a zombie killing machine. You know what? Hey, give me another wine cooler. <laughs> Woo! What is in that? What is in that wine cooler? Oh my god. Okay, so I'll start off. I've had a couple drinks. Not that I know what TV is, as this is the 1800s. We've said that before. Just want to make that clear. 
but all the zombie shows and publications, they never discuss the extreme smell wafting through the air like noxious gas or like other dirty topics that I assume would be common sense. I mean, I carry a handkerchief at all times to cover my nostrils, for God's sakes. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, like, there's something that's trying to eat you. I'm sure that what it smells like isn't really on your mind. Oh, no, it is. Okay, think of it this way. Have you smelled roadkill? Yes. Okay. Now imagine there's hundreds, if not more, of zombies in a horde. You think that smell is not wafting all over the No, the yeah, no, I'm vicinity? saying Yeah, of course it's wafting. I'm just saying if I'm staring at a hundred zombie or creatures coming at me, that my first thought isn't about the smell. Like I mean I, I seriously like when I'm out in the zombie season, I am wearing a clothespin on my nose. Don't tell me you, you don't do that. It's disgusting. I wear elbow length rubber gloves, a face shield at all times when I'm removing those stinky trash breaths from my property. Like, you might call me OCD or a germaphobe. I don't really care. Because I am a classy man of the Victorian era, and I have never understood these men and women in these TV shows, not that I know what that is, who act like gung-ho macho warriors, rushing in headfirst to battle hurts of walking dead with no forethought of wearing protective coverings to keep themselves sanitary, not to mention the multiple baths one should really take afterwards. I mean, a foul splatter of zombie blood and guts are inevitable, not to mention you may have to touch the rotting stench heads. Yeah, but I'm trying not to die in the moment. I think another thing I want to get off my chest. So you're talking about zombies. So you engage in fisticuffs with the undead. There's this misconception that you can just, quote, shoot them in the head and that instantly, that instantly drops them. Pop! They're down and you're on your merry way. This is a very dangerous falsehood, which could lead to your own demise if you're not careful. Who can just headshot, headshot, headshot? So, are you saying that shooting these ghastly walking reek buckets in the head doesn't work? No, I mean, it, it certainly does work on rare occasion, because most people believe that if you destroy the brain, the zombie dies. Hence, shoot them in the head. Destroying the brain would absolutely kill the zombie, but a bullet rarely actually fully destroys the brain. It merely takes a small piece with it. And that is a misconception in zombie lore and TV shows and movies. Not that I know what those are. Okay, so you're basically saying the human brain is bigger than a bullet? Kind of, yeah, in a way. The projectile would chip off a piece of the brain, but doesn't entirely destroy the brain, nor does it completely damage the parts responsible for the corpse's thought and movement. And just saying, okay, so you can't control exactly where the bullet hits inside the skull. There's just no way. Most of the untrained citizens are not expert marksmen, and even I have extreme amounts of frustration trying to hit them. But zombies are so slow. Okay, so if you really wanted to destroy a brain, a bullet is not sufficient. It's They're not that slow. I can't make any headshots, can you? Yes. Okay. That's bullshit. A bullet is not sufficient for this act in my experience hunting down the undead. And trust me, I look like a weakling, but I have a lot of experience. Here, take a shot. Give me that wine cooler. <coughs> do they make all wine coolers this strong? So, what do you suggest, guy? What is your secret? Dynamite. Explode them. Yuck! Disgusting. Oh yes, it is a gut-churning sight. Extremely, extremely messy, and one may require donning heavy rain gear before attempting this, but turning those spoiled ghouls into pink mists is absolute, absolutely satisfying. In a non-sociopathic way, right? Uh, also, large fireworks could work just as well if you are in a pinch. Light the fuse, tuck it into their trousers or skirt or skivvies, whatever, and run like hell August. Well, uh, bravo. 
I hope the listeners absorb this brilliant knowledge you're presenting today. Thanks, August. <clears throat> Since you like Van Helsing so much, maybe you could shed light on this conflicting view within the world of zombie hunting academia. The entrancing Dr. Ava Van Helsing's manual called How to Dispatch the Undead the Correct and Best Way, Not Just for Gentlemen, has become Bailey Island's fastest and bestest seller many times over. Many so, so many times over. So many copies sold. Yeah, I am a huge fan. In the zombie killing chapter, Van Helsing says, and I quote, Shoot them in the head. You don't have to be a professional killer to hit these slow-moving targets. It is extremely easy. You have to be pretty daft, really. This is the most efficient means of dispatching a walking corpse permanently. Don't just go around blowing things up. Honestly, who has dynamite on hand? You know how much property damage you could cause? You'd probably just accidentally blow up yourself and your family, too. So crazy, who would even do that? Would you care to comment on her strategy? I mean, uh, honestly, I mean, we don't all need to bow to her every word like it's gospel. I don't see why everyone thinks Van Helsing is such a great hero or seductively attractive or a brilliant doctor. So let's take her off that ivory pedestal for a moment. Also, she's very opinionated for someone who is not, dare I say, a witch. So you really can't hit these slow-ass walking putrids in the head? No, I, I can't, okay? They're so slow. It's like they aren't even moving. It's easy as stepping on a snail. I get it. You don't have to manasculate, demasculate me. Mayday. This is Captain Casey Moosegraves. Is anyone out there? Hello? Guys, something weird is happening. My strategy is not stupid. I will demonstrate. I'll demonstrate on that horde of zombies currently stumbling around the outside of the studio as we speak. Just so happens I have a stick of dynamite in my European carry-all. That purse? <laughs> Hope you're ready. Let me see that match. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this. Dynamite is live. Take cover on this thing. Hell no. I'll watch from the window. Excuse me for a second, folks. Come and get dinner, you bastard. Brilliant! Hey, looks like Guy's Dynamite strategy actually works pretty well. Nothing left but pink mist. And I'm pretty sure I can just hose off the residue from the siding outside. <sighs> Darn it. That clone of Guy was starting to get kind of fun. And you know, I think Guy would have wanted his last words to be something more meaningful than... Help! The dynamite is stuck in my belt! Success is going from failure to failure without losing your enthusiasm. Abraham Lincoln Nothing funny, that's a real quote, but it fits our poor befallen Mr. Redshirt today. With that, August Pot signing off for now. Until next time, have a wonderful twilight. Add in the comments below your best method for dispatching zombies. Guy Redshirt here. We urge you to check out our friends at House of Horrors Podcast, now on Spotify.